Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. A pair of hot-bottom boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Bonnie and Ben. Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. to have you along my fellow americans sam bushman live on your radio hard-hitting news that was refused to use no doubt starts now and a merry christmas to all of you from us the liberty roundtable live team who is that today it's only me <laughs> yeah lil nelson campaign for liberty.org doing a phenomenal job and always on your radio but he's out for christmas he does a weekly christmas trip with his family Good for him. He ought to do that. Uh, and um, Dr. Scott Bradley uh, is still working on his therapy, so he won't be with us today either. Um, anyway, all kind of things are happening, though. I'll tell you what. Dr. Bradley will be with us on Friday, so we'll look forward to having him along with Chris Carlson, etc. We've got a week of hard-hitting talk radio, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen. Christmas coming up. We're excited about that. We've been celebrating it all month, personally. We played a couple of Christmas tunes to kind of get you in the spirit. But all week long, we're going to play Christmas tunes uh, just to really highlight the reason for the season. Ladies and gentlemen, I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite holidays. And I really know that the Savior is born in April. Uh, but we celebrate Christmas. And anytime we can celebrate the Savior's birth, an incredible life, and most importantly, resurrection, I'm in. How about you? All right, this is Liberty Roundtable Live uh, for December the 20th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. And let, let, yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And uh, we use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. As one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. You know, people ask me, Sam, why do you say that every single hour, every single show, all the time? It gets old. It gets boring. It gets, I'll tell you why. Because you know what? Everybody's looking for a new prescription. Everyone's looking for a new playbook. Everybody's looking for a better mousetrap. Whatever term you want to use to highlight, we're always searching but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. We always think what we need is a new answer, a new plan, 
A new, okay, we don't need a new answer. We don't need a new plan. That is the deception or misguided view. We don't need a constitutional convention. We don't need a, okay, what we need is good, honest, educated Americans to understand the simple words I say at the start of every show. All right, our goal is to promote God, family, and country on your radio. So through the media, right? Okay, to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. In those six words, God, family, country, life, liberty, property, that is the key to success. How do we do that? In the traditions of our founding fathers. So now you have the Declaration of Independence in front of you. Now you have the Bill of Rights in front of you. You have the Supreme Law of the Land. Uh, by the way, did I say that's the Supreme Law of the Land? That's right. We're as proper role of government conscious as anybody. We're as pro-government, that is the limited rightful government, as anybody, right? But now that you got the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence in front of you, if we're about promoting God, now you got the Scriptures in front of you, right? See what I'm talking about? Instantly becomes the Federalist Papers and the Anti-Federalist Papers, so you understand the debate that the Founding Fathers had and the conclusions they came to and the compromises they made and why. That's all on one side of the balance scales. On the other side of the balance scales, if you're a true student of history, you reject the French Revolution because it was godless and went nowhere except for failure and destruction and murder, Right? Okay, on the other side of the coin also is the Communist Manifesto. You gotta go get your Communist Manifesto. You gotta go get the 10 planks therein. And you gotta say that's the opposite of what we stand for. That's 180 degrees from what we advocate, right? And you put that on your scales. And so now you've got this incredible historical reality about the proper role of governments, about what works, about what doesn't, about liberty, about tyranny. And you understand then biblically that the war in heaven continues on the earth today. All right, and so the reason that I talk so much about this at the start of every program, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, because I am. You're part of my big radio family. We love you. We want to spend time with you, right? Our goal is to promote news the network refuse to use. We want to tell the tale uh, like nobody's business. We want to be truthful, candid, open, transparent, consistent, accountable, right? All these things. So we want to use the media to take back America. From those who would destroy it. One heart, one mind, one issue at a time, right? We can do this thing. The power of one is incredible. One becomes two, then becomes the few, then becomes many. We can do this thing, right? Anyway, so at the start of every show, the reason we highlight this is it lets you know the date of the program. Uh, and it let you, that way you can know when we talked about a given topic. It lets you know if we do a rebroadcast because you hear the date of the show. For example, if it said, welcome to the broadcast, it's uh, December 19th, 2017. You'd say, wow, they're rebroadcasting a show, right? Well, I've literally had professors from big universities attack me and say, why are you airing content uh, from months ago pretending it's today's content? No, I did no such thing. Don't lie to me now. Stop. I didn't do that at the start of the broadcast. We announced the date, right? Okay, so we do these things for a reason. We've been taking on the media for over 25 years, ladies and gentlemen, and we know their shenanigans, and we know their scandals, and we know their dishonesty, we know their immorality. Okay, we take them on at every turn. So our goal is to take on the mainstream press like never before. And I'm telling you right now, they're losing credibility every second. We gain credibility every second as well. Anyway, I digress except to say our goal is to help you understand how to restore the republic and the traditions of our founders. 
All right, so it is about God first, family second, country third. It is about life. That's the whole purpose of government is to protect life, preserve liberty, and protect property or the pursuit of happiness as the founding fathers articulated that, right? All right, and we tell you how. We're going to do it by, we're going to reject revolution because that goes wrong almost all the time. And sadly, you know what? We're not as moral of a people as our founding fathers' generations were. They, to a person, believed in all kinds of things, right? They believed in God. They were close to the soil. They understood, okay, they changed the affairs of the world to point to God as opposed to governments, right? Okay, we're not as moral of a generation. We're all over the map. (laughs) We can't even agree on whether we should wear masks or not. Now, the interesting thing is whether we should wear masks or not should be left to the individual. And government shouldn't be able to dictate that, right? That's what King George tried to do, and the founders said, "Uh uh-uh, not happening on our watch. All right? But whether you agree that we should wear masks or not, you should agree that people should have the choice to choose. But we have so many people in America today, we're so divided on every front. It's been a planned educational disruption of all that we hold dear for generations now. And now we're reaping the whirlwind where people are so quote, educated, but yet uninformed about the proper role of limited government, about the principles of liberty, about the things that make America great, that, you know what, we're in trouble. And if we were to get our liberties back tomorrow, all of them, people would throw them away in a heartbeat because they don't understand, they're not educated, they're not caught up on what it really takes to make men free. It is about God, family, and country, see? Uh, So we teach you how. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration. That demonstrates our intent to reject violence, to create a plan for civility, to work together, to educate, to patiently uh, advocate for and and, and encourage. And, okay, by long-suffering and patience, we do our work, right? All right, so peaceful restoration, acknowledging that we're the greatest country on the face of the earth, not because we're better than anybody else as a people or an ethnicity or a race or anything like that, But we just realized in America that God is the answer, not government. And that God is the author of our liberty. And when we turn to God, we receive incredible blessings. We're talking about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We're not debating the keys to theology, if my Christian views are different than yours, or whether you're Christian or not at all. We realize that these fundamental principles in the Ten Commandments, these fundamental principles in the Bill of Rights, in the Declaration of Independence, in the supreme law of our land, the Constitution, these principles are what make us great. And by the way, if we reject these principles and another country embraces these principles, that other country will be great and we will fail. You got it? So it's not a racial or an ethnicity statement. or It's a when people obey the principles that make men free, the principles of liberty that God has put forth, then we succeed. And when we don't, we're in serious trouble. That's the message. And so we don't need to build a better mousetrap. We don't need to build something. What we need to do is stick with the time-tested truths that make America great and stick to the principles about God, family, country. So we teach you how, and we highlight the importance of the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. That's one of the grand keys as well. So every start of the broadcast, we highlight the solutions because this is Liberty Roundtable Live Solutions Radio. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? 
Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Bushman back with you live. Merry Christmas to all of you from us. We're going to be celebrating Christmas all whole week long, baby. One of my favorite holidays for good reason, because it is about God, family, and country. Yeah, and we focus on that so much because that's where the solutions lie, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you some examples. On Saturday, we had an incredible broadcast. We talked about Southwest Airlines CEO Gary Kelly tested positive for the coronavirus. Sad but true. After appearing at a Senate hearing with other airline CEOs and industry officials, and he's 66, by the way, he, um, believe it or not, was fully vaccinated, whatever that means. The definition is changing, as you know, because, hey, they say he's fully vaccinated and he's already even received a booster shot and is resting at home now, Southwest said. So I find that interesting. The Southwest Airlines CEO already has a breakthrough infection. 
will tell you a lot about about a lot of people that have breakthrough infections. They're acting like it's a rarity, but they lie, and we're catching them at their lie every day as more and more people who are fully vaccinated. That means now the definition is changing. It used to be you'd have two shots if it was the others, one shot if it was Johnson & Johnson. Now they're saying, no, fully vaccinated means you've got to have a booster. Later, fully vaccinated will be changed. The definition will be changed to if you've had your vaccination in the last six months, three months, whatever they decide the cadence of their failure needs to be, then they'll continue to, um, you know, change the definition to match the failures of the vaccines. So, you know, if you have to get a vaccine every month, my golly, then you got to. Maybe an extreme example, but I'm making the point. Get it? Anyway, we uh, had our guest on, Eric Mutsos. He's a former police officer, but he got fired because they wanted him to promote the gay and lesbian agenda. They wanted him to ride on his motorcycle in front of the parade as if he supported that agenda. And he said, no, I won't do it. He then continued and said, but I will protect them as a police officer. I'll be on the sidelines and I'll do my job and I'll drive around and make sure that everybody's, you know, minding their P's and Q's, that it's a, uh, a safe crowd, not an unruly crowd, and that everybody obeys the laws. And you know what? I'll do that. I'll protect them like I would anybody else. But I won't ride in front of the parade like I agree with it. They fired him. Seven years later, now he's telling the tale of liberty. Um. He travels the country sharing about God, family, and country. Mobilizing communities to protect our constitutional freedoms. EricMutsos.com if you want to learn more about what he does. Uh, he also created a documentary, so he's a filmmaker now as well. Non-Essential is the name of the documentary. He also created a book called Dispatched. Conscience or Conformity. The Real Life best-selling true story we also talked about his utah business revival and uh, he has a business now called freedom blends where he's uh, involved in herbs and stuff like that so that's pretty cool and eric talks about this simple reality-based principle that goes i mean eric's stuff goes along so well with the stuff that i've been talking about for a long time i mean he's certainly a like-minded american big time but here's what uh is on his website the devil divides and God gathers. Amen to that. Right? Darkness or light? This is the battle we are facing. Darkness leads to darkness and light leads to more light. It's an eternal principle. And it will be a true principle throughout all eternity. Amen to that truth. Eric's right as rain. The devil divides and God gathers. So when you think about Fauci and all these people, what are they doing now? They're dividing you, folks, masks or not, vaccines or not, force people or not, right? God brings people together. He says, meet together oft, fast and pray in my name. For where a people who gather in my name are, I am also. That's what God says. He doesn't say panic and run away and hire and fear, and he doesn't do all that. Fear or faith. Which are you going to have in your life and in your heart, ladies and gentlemen? Anyway, the second hour, the interview with Eric Mutsos continued. And we talked about climate change. It's called Threat to U.S. Economy. The Financial Stability Oversight Council issued a warning. They call it a formal warning on the economic damage that global warming could inflict. You see this fear going on? They don't know that it's going to inflict this damage. They just say that could inflict. They don't know that we're going to have an Omicron meltdown in America, but they're sure predicting one. 
They didn't know when they flattened the curve for 10 days, 14 days, whatever it was, how bad it was going to get. But they sure put the panic and fear that everyone was going to die. Fauci was running around saying millions will die. Millions. And I'm not happy about the death toll. It's like 800,000 if you really believe the numbers. But the truth is, folks, we're two years later and it hasn't even hit a million. And they were telling you that, man, millions were going to be dead. Well, how many of those 800,000 are really COVID deaths versus the elderly passing away, uh, either from the COVID or for other reasons? And, you know, if an elderly person would live a year longer without the COVID and die, we wouldn't think much of it, right? If they had pneumonia and died, if they got the flu and died, we wouldn't think too much of it. We'd just be like, "Mm, that's what happens when you're elderly. And now it's a COVID death, see? Putting alarm and panic and the fear into the people's hearts and minds. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that these lives don't matter. They absolutely matter. But to blame it all on the COVID and whip up fear is a dishonest, immoral agenda that divides, that conquers, that destroys, that attacks, that abuses, that manipulates, right? That's the problem that I have with it all. Utah teacher goes undiabolically unhinged on an incredible rant. Utah liberal activist teacher makes political threat. EricMutsos.com. Utah teacher got fired after politically charged speech. So here's what happened. A teacher went off and attacked the kids and the parents and all kinds of stuff. All the liberal talking points, global warming, you know, whatever. And then Eric Mutsos got a hold of the video and made it go viral. And the teacher eventually got fired from the backlash. And they were mad at Eric for telling the tale, shooting the messenger, so to speak, on this. Insane. We talked about that. Omicron called biggest threat to world health. Biden warns of winter and illness of death for the unvaccinated. Well, he's not taking sides, is he? See the divide tactic? A winner of death for the unvaccinated. Well, just so you know, the vaccinated are getting uh, the Omicron variant just as much as the unvaccinated. Well, they say, well, don't worry, Sam. That means you have less bad symptoms if you have uh, the the vaccine. We don't even know that either. As far as we know, the vaccine might be spreading the latest version. We don't know, right? They don't know enough about it. They blatantly admit they don't know enough about it. Now, I'm not here to say that the vaccine is spreading it. I don't know that either. What I'm telling you is they're going on with a lot of things they suppose that they don't know. First, they said 10 days to 14 weeks to flatten the curve. Two years later, they're planning to shut down. And what they say then is, well, we didn't know that this would morph, that this would, you know, create so many variants, that the variants would be so deadly. And we, we didn't, yeah, you did. You lied and said we were all going to die. And then when it didn't happen, you backed off, and then you created vaccines that didn't work, and then you went dose one, then you went dose two. Now you're at dose booster. Some of the CEOs of the vaccine companies are saying, hey, you might have to have multiple doses. And now Anthony Fauci and everybody else is saying, you'll never be able to get on a plane without a mask going forward. You got to have vaccines going forward. The definition is going to change of what fully vaccinated means. Okay, They don't know either. So when they tell you things and they act like they're following the science, they are doing no such thing. All right. Anyway, it's a big old lie. Just thought I'd tell you that. We also talked about, it's called NYDIG. And NYDIG is a Bitcoin company backed by Wall Street. So to all you folks that thought the Bitcoin was going to get you away from Wall Street, was going to get you away from the big banks, was going to get you away from governments, you've been deceived and I warned you. But it's called NYDIG. 
and it's a Bitcoin company backed by Wall Street. It raises a billion dollars. What is it? Well, it's an organization, NYDIG, that lets big banks and everybody else hold digital coin, hold uh, Bitcoin, uh, but not really um, have on their balance sheet that they're investing in Bitcoin. They're involved in NYDIG, don't you know? So they're playing games, but they're, in, in, a, in, a, in a way, backdooring their involvement in digital currency, fiat currency, cryptocurrency, whatever words you want to use to describe it. And I've warned you, don't dip your toe in the crypto. People are getting ripped off more and more and more and more as time goes on. We finished up with Eric Mutzos with an incredible, poignant discussion point. I'll bring up right after the break, but it has to do with your loved ones. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Now that Senate Democrat Joe Manchin says he will not vote for the legislation, it looks like Democrats are not going to be able to overcome Republican opposition in the Senate to pass President Biden's roughly $2 trillion Build Back Better bill. Tom Cotton, the U.S. Senator from Arkansas, says... At a time when we have almost $30 trillion in debt, this bill would add $5 trillion to it. We have the worst inflation in 40 years. This uh, bill would add fuel to the fire of inflation. The Republican Cotton speaking there on Fox News Sunday night in America. President Biden's Build Back Better agenda would focus on issues from health care to education, climate change, and tax laws. The NHL and Players Association announcing cross-border games are now being postponed for the upcoming week because of rising COVID cases. And this is USA Radio News. Folks, you know how cancel culture has affected Mike Lindell. Well, my pillow may have gotten canceled out of retail stores, but you can say big just in time for Christmas at MyPillow.com. The classic standard size MyPillow that sold in stores for almost 70 bucks is on sale for Christmas for just $19.98. Standard size, $19.98, queen and king size, slightly higher. But only if you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, get a MyPillow for that special person in your life. You also get a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow anywhere. Uh, save big on anything on the MyPillow website, but only if you use my promo code USA. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs. Get the best price ever on a MyPillow. And do your Christmas shopping at MyPillow.com. Promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175. Merry Christmas. The DEA administrator believes social media companies need to do more to fight drug trafficking as Ann Milgram was discussing the severity of the opioid crisis, saying drug cartels are using social media platforms to get deadly drugs into Americans' hands with one click. She said on CBS's Face the Nation, companies like TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook should go after such illegal activity. She also encouraged parents to have conversations with their children about the dangers of drugs like fentanyl. 
With his son Charlie by his side, Tiger Woods making a quietly strong comeback to competitive golf. The pair finishing second in the PNC Championship in Florida over the weekend. The event which partnered champions with family members was won by John Daly and his son. But it was Tiger Woods' first event since he was seriously injured in a car wreck near Los Angeles last February. And this is USA Radio News. Santa Claus is coming to town, and the serial habitual liar, good old whacked out Anthony Fauci, he says that Santa Claus is vaccinated, fully vaccinated, so don't worry, Santa's okay. He's on his sleigh, and he's on his way. Well, that's a big old flat-out lie, ladies and gentlemen. Santa's not vaccinated. In fact, if you're going to get technical, Santa might be vaccinated, and he might not be. Right? Who knows? You'd have to ask him. Well, if you ask me, I'm not vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen. So what do you say to that, Anthony? You liar. And you could say, well, Sam, come on. It's just tongue in cheek. I know it is. I understand the Santa deal. You know, should you lie to your kids and say there's this fat old dude that runs around on a sleigh pulled by reindeer that delivers all the presents in one night? Should you lie to your kids and tell them that? Or should you tell the truth that Santa's really, you know, who Santa really is, right? Now, what do you do? You know, it's just a little white lie, Sam. You, you know, but yeah, but one lie leads to another lie, doesn't it? So now that you got Santa Claus, Santa Claus, and you got the lie, now you got to go ahead and say, all right, well, we got to tell another lie. He's fully vaccinated, see? Yeah, he got his shots uh, just the other day. You know, I saw him down there at Walmart getting his shots and everything like that, I, you know. Come on now, people. Uh, all I'm telling you is it's very interesting. So Fauci really saying that Santa's all vaccinated up. Deceiving people. Deceiving kids. What a shame. Santa is not vaccinated in my world. I'm telling you that right now. Anyway, I digress, but I thought that Santa song should bring that up. Back to the issue at hand. I'm in a recap of Saturday's radio broadcast with Eric Mutsos, our incredible guest. Eric Mutsos. M-O-U-T-S-O-S, ericmutsos.com is his website. And we talked about the importance of God, family, and country. We talked about the importance of obeying your conscience. Each one of us has the light of Christ, our conscience, folks. And if you shut it down and ignore it, it will get less and less and less noticeable in your life. You'll have less light, if you will. But if you follow the light of Christ, pay attention to your conscience Give it heed, pay attention to it, listen and obey. It grows within you, ladies and gentlemen. Well, anyway, there's a Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints apostle by the name of Jeffrey R. Holland, who made a very interesting statement that I want to reiterate with you. In the Mormon Church or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we consider everybody to be brothers and sisters. We're all God's children, if you will. By nature, then, we're brothers and sisters, right? So he says this in this incredible, 
interesting quote. Brothers and sisters, do not take for granted the personal friendships and associations you enjoy in your life. The time will come when you won't have immediate association with each other. God expects us to lean on each other and love one another. Now, think about that quote, okay? Don't take for granted your personal relationships. The time will come and you won't have immediate association with them. Now, I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know if it means that uh, the coronavirus will get so bad that we'll all be locked down even more so and for longer and and more um, totally than before. I don't know. But I'm telling you, it's an interesting statement about realizing uh, that people matter. All right. It reminds me of one of my favorite Christmas movies called Christmas Angel, <laughs> where this old man um, befriends a neighbor. And this girl, this neighbor, uh, lives alone. And anyway, bottom line is this Nick guy in the movie, uh, he's kind to her and helps kind of takes care of her. And he gives her a dog for Christmas because she's alone, right? He's a good dude. And he... Um, Eventually gets to know this girl, and she works for him. And uh, he does a bunch of wonderful things during the Christmas season, and she helps him. But along the way, one of the statements that the old man, Nick, makes, the wise businessman, you know, he owns a a lot. He's very, 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 very wealthy. And he talks about how he used to be driven by the almighty dollar. And he'd buy up real estate, and he'd, you know, be very cutthroat, and he, he was good at making money. And, uh, but he lost everything that was important to him, his wife and all these different things. And he eventually came to his senses and realized how important life really is and how fleeting life can be. And, and, and he discovers the real secret to life, which is service and kindness and love and duty to God and to those around you. And anyway, he discovers this incredible. And one of the statements that he makes is he ends up talking to the girlfriend. I, I'm sorry, the boyfriend of this girl. Uh, that he be friends. Um, he, he's talking to him, and, and he talks about. It. He says, "Listen, I don't invest in uh, people. I, I mean, I don't invest in real estate. I believe people are more important. I, I, I invest in people, not real estate. People, not things." And it's a very poignant statement in the film. The films that I like, ladies and gentlemen, have to do with God, family, and country. The films that I like have to do with life, liberty, and property. The films that I like have to do with love, service, friendship, kindness, solutions. Right? Uh, anyway, I, I, I digress, except I wanted to tell you about that Christmas movie. It's called Christmas Angel. It's very good. And it highlights, you know, the what we ought to be doing with our time for Christmas. What we ought to doing, be doing with our Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, finances or wherewithal for Christmas. Big or small, we can make a difference, right? It reminds me of another Christmas movie that I like so well. It's called The Ultimate Gift. And uh, The Ultimate Gift is an incredible movie. Uh, And it values things such as hard work, service, love, Thinking of others instead of yourself, selflessness. In that movie, one of the uh, interesting things is the grandpa, who's dead, tells the son, uh, grandson. And you say, wait a minute, Sam, you just said he was dead. How is he telling the grandson something? Well, he taped himself on video before he passed away. 
and he guides his grandson through this process that helps his grandson become the best that he can be, is I guess the best way to describe it. So in a way, this grandpa is speaking from the dead through video that was pre-recorded. And one of the things that the grandpa says to the grandson is, I need you to find a real friend. And the son's a little brat, and everything that he's got was big, you know, money, and he was just money was driving everything, and everybody hung around him was just, hey, benefiting from his money. And so the grandpa takes away all of his money, every bit of it, virtually homeless. And the idea is you got to go find a friend. And long story short, he does. He finds a friend. Eventually, he uh, finds a girl that he falls in love with. It's a great story in that regard. But these principles along the way that he discovers from his grandpa about hard work, about true friends, about serving other people. And he goes through these series of tests in the ultimate gift, and he learns, and he grows, and he he fights back against it quite a bit, too. You know, it's a hard learning curve. He has to unlearn all that he thinks he knows so that he can learn the real fundamental truths. Anyway. He learns a lot about his father who passed away. He learns a lot about his grandfather. He learns a lot about, and he he becomes a real man, a selfless man, a man who considers others before he considers himself, a man who realizes that God gives us money and physical items really so that we can bless others. There's nothing wrong with having a nice life along the way. But really, your finances, your money, your wealth is designed to bless the lives of others. That's what it's for. That's what God gave it to you for. Can you be a servant with great stewardship and manage it wisely, realizing that your funds and all that God has given you is sacred? That's the real question kind of before. So anyway, The Ultimate Gift, a great movie about that. A Christmas Angel, a great movie about these topics that I'm talking about. And in both of them, what's the center of the discussion isn't money, isn't all these lessons, although I love all those things along the way about hard work, about forgiveness, about service, uh, about understanding that we should invest not in things or real estate, but in people because people are all that really matter at the end of the day. All those things are wonderful, but it's really, both of these movies are about love. All kinds of love. You see, love is a multi-definitional word, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, The Savior asked Peter three times, do you love me? He wasn't talking about a romantic love in those examples, right? Well, so there's four kinds of love at the least that we know of. The three that the Savior asked of Peter... And the the fourth one, the romantic love. Love is at the center of it all, and love should be at the center of Christmas. You are listening to Sam Bushman, and this is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live radio talk show. For decades, leftists, liberals, socialists, and feminists have been screaming and crying, my body, my choice, in order to justify the premeditated murder of innocent children in the womb. However, this is a fallacious argument since science has proven and demonstrated that the baby has a separate set of DNA from the mother. If it's not your DNA, it's not your body. That is science, and you should trust the science. 
Remarkably, the same people who have been claiming my body, my choice for decades now want to force you to inject foreign substances into your body against your will. Obviously, they never cared about my body, my choice. They just wanted to control you and have permission to kill babies. I am Ammon Bundy, and when you elect me governor of Idaho, I will sign an executive order on day one of my governorship prohibiting abortion in the state of Idaho because premeditated murder of the innocent should never be legal anywhere in the world, especially Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. with you live ladies and gentlemen sam bushman on your radio hard-hitting talk always at your fingertips you say what a minute what are you talking about sam hard-hitting talk you're talking about christmas movies man you're talking about cheesy chick flick kind of christmas movies man what are you hard-hitting come on now buddy i say it's hard-hitting and i'm going to tell you why it's hard-hitting because these principles that our founding fathers understood, that some of the greatest men in the history of the world understood about God, family, and country, that's what we're highlighting today. And somehow those things have become out of vogue, whatever you want to call it, uh, today. They've either become forgotten or ridiculed or mocked, right? I'm telling you right now, we're going to bring them back, baby. That's hard-hitting because it takes a real man to be humble enough to be a gentle warrior, Right? Uh, to really stand up for these things and to point them out. Real men cry, folks. Uh, they don't often just cry because they feel bad. They just grit their teeth and suck it up when that happens. They usually don't cry when they get hurt. Sometimes they do when the pain's real bad, but for the most part, we don't cry when we get hurt. We cry about sacred things of God. We cry about sacred things of family. We cry about these things that are important, right? That's what we cry about. Okay, because that's what real men do. That's what real men focus on and do, ladies and gentlemen. All right. 
Anyway, so I highlight two of my favorite Christmas movies. The Ultimate Gift, 2006. Christmas Angel, 2009. All right, great, great Christmas movies teaching incredible principles about America. All right, now, there's a new study that came out that I want to highlight as well, and this is what I'm talking about. You know, former generations in this country understood the fundamental principles of God, family, and country. Okay, they knew that God, rather than government, was the source of their power, their authority, their safety, their blessings, their protections. They knew that God was the author of their liberty, and they fought for that, stood for that. And America has become a beacon on a hill with that reality highlighted and focused on and understood as a sacred principle. And other nations have looked to America for that light, for that guidance, for that clarity, right? We've lost a lot of that mojo in modern times. I agree. Sad to say. We haven't lost it all. We're still the greatest country on the face of the earth. But our whole goal on your radio is to bring that back, to make popular that which is good and make unpopular that which is evil and wrong, and to highlight the difference, right? And that's why I highlight these two incredible favorite Christmas movies, The Ultimate Gift and Christmas Angel. But there's a new study out that um, you know brings back. I don't know why they're doing studies on this. They could have just asked me, and I would have told them. But they do studies because they want to know the truth. And the truth, in my opinion, comes forth every time. Something we've known forever and that we've lost sight of comes back with this study. Here it is. If you and your spouse have children prior to marriage, you're twice as likely to get divorced. Now, let's dig into this a little bit. Premarital parenthood was associated with lower marital satisfaction. Now, I know most of us would go, well, no, duh. (laughs) Sam, come on. I get it. No, duh. I agree. That's why I kind of say all they had to do is ask me or ask you, because we all know this, rather than do a big old study. But my whole point of this is the study now proves what we've been saying all along. Well, I hate to say I told you so, but we've been right again. Those people who said it didn't matter that living together and whatever, no big deal. You got to try out your partner before you marry him to make sure that, you know. Okay, this is a lie, ladies and gentlemen. What you need to do is keep the commandments of Almighty God. Now, what I find fascinating is they don't really bring up God in this study at all. They do highlight the truth, and I commend them for that, but you got to bring up God. So think about this. If you and your spouse, so I guess you're married now, had kids prior to marriage, you're twice as likely to get divorced. So that's a pretty damning indictment. But they don't back into the discussion, right? So obviously, if you've had children before you got married, then you were, what? Involved sexually, you were invoking the procreative powers that God Almighty gave us to be used only in a legal and lawful marriage scenario, right? Okay, that's the problem. So they don't go into this. 
But see, to me, it's one thing to say if you've had kids before you get married, then it doesn't go well. But if you were involved physically, sexually together before your marriage, it doesn't go as well either. The more you are involved, the less well it'll go. So if you live together before you're married, you know what? They can back into studies, but write it down, you studying fools. And I say studying fools because they're spending a lot of money to find out what God's already told us, what we already know. And now they're trying to double down and, and say this, but not tie it to God. Okay, you can't do that. Yes, look, it's very clear. God says, don't be involved sexually until you're married. And then only be involved with the one that you marry. Have fidelity. Right? I bring this up because whether you have children or not, if you're involved physically too much before you're married, your chances are less that you'll stay married. I'm not saying people can't repent or change or make mistakes. They can, and you can turn to God, and he'll forgive you. I, I get that. I agree with that. But I'm telling you, this study says if you and your spouse have had kids prior to marriage, you're twice as likely to get divorced. Your marital satisfaction goes down. Well, to me, that's pretty obvious, right? But I bring all this up because it's amazing that they don't mention God at all. And they don't mention the solutions at all. The solutions are to obey God's laws. If you've made mistakes before marriage, hey, you can turn to God and overcome them. I'm not, I'm not at all preaching a you're, you're doomed scenario. I'm just merely telling you that it's amazing to me that they have this big old study. They came to the same conclusion God's teaching us. But they don't give God the credit. They just, wow, we did this big old study, and we're, we're discovering this new information from our study. No, you're not. <laughs> you guys are just doubling down and trying to figure out uh, the arm of flesh understanding of what God's already told us, right? I mean, it's a truism that they've discovered in this study. That, hey, the more physically you're involved and the more you live together and, and, and do these things, the worse it is. In your life, uh, they say less marital satisfaction. You're mo twice as likely to get divorced. Yeah, because you have less personal satisfaction. Okay, see, when you, when you obey God's laws, you have faith and hope and true happiness called joy. Um, when you don't obey God's laws, then misery and despair and discouragement and anger and frustration and dissatisfaction become your lot. Okay, that's clear. And I'm glad they did this study and they came to the right conclusion on the study. But you know what? God has told us this forever. Okay, marriage between a man and a woman is ordained of God. And parents have a fidelity to one another, not only sexually, but in every way to take care of each other, to love each other, to be kind to one another, to respect and to care for one another. All right? That's clear. That's important. That's real. That's true, right? <laughs> it is about the family, the fundamental unit of our society, right? All right. Anyway, they have that study. <clears throat> well, I got another article. I don't know how to. I don't know how to bring this up. Because it kind of shocks me that we just go from one failure to another failure in America and around the world 
always searching for the truth but never coming to the truth. Why? Because we don't look in the right spots for solutions. That's why. You say, what are you talking about, Sam? Well, I'm going to have to go into the next hour to explain it all. But there's a study that says if you and your spouse have kids prior to marriage, you're twice as likely to divorce. Well, that's true. It also means that, A, if you're involved sexually and if you go have it, then you're less likely to have satisfaction in your marriage. And you're more likely to die. I'm sorry, to divorce. But the next article that I have is a companion article, in my opinion. And it says this, and this is why I said the word die a second ago. Homicide is the leading cause of death during pregnancy. These women are more likely to be killed. Wow. That's what I'm talking about, folks. We're going to get into this next hour a little bit. All right? Homicide is a leading cause of death during pregnancy. These women are more likely to be killed. Who are we talking about? Can you guess from the study that I highlighted? All right, this article is in USA Today, folks. Okay? <clears throat> and again, I don't really see them mentioning God in the study. But they talked about the alarming rates reflect a grave nationwide public health concern, experts say. Amen. I agree. But why are they not talking about the real solutions then? That's what I'll do on your radio next hour. I'll talk about this concern, this truism. We do have these alarming rates, but why don't they come to the right conclusions? Because they don't want to talk about God. That's the problem. You're not going to solve this, my fellow Americans, if you ignore God or leave him out of the discussion. Not going to happen. Do you understand me? I don't mean to be offensive, but I got to lay it out. Got to tell the truth. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. I'm calling it hard-hitting talk radio. Why? Because these fundamental truths are hard for people to take. It goes against the grain of the world, doesn't it? It goes against mainstream press and society. But I must stand up for the principles. That's who we are at Liberty Roundtable Life. That's what we do. Because we believe in solutions. It is all about God, family, and country. We are about protecting life, liberty, and property. This is Solutions Radio. Merry Christmas. Hour one in the can. Hour two coming up. LibertyRoundtable.com. Spread the word. Donate today, please. And we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show.
to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman on your radio. Last hour, we talked about a lot of stuff, folks. But I highlighted two of my favorite movies, uh, Christmas movies. The first one is The Ultimate Gift, 2006, Christmas Angel, 2009. And uh, I'll haul out another one here in a little bit. I'll give you three Christmas movies this broadcast. How's that? We talked about this study, though, that if you and your spouse have kids prior to marriage, you're twice as likely to get divorced and your marital satisfaction goes down. And thus, the discussion really comes if you're involved in cohabiting, living together before you're married, involved sexually before you're married, um, especially in the procreative way, right? The more sexually involved you are, the worse it becomes, right? Anyway, they could have asked me, and I could have told them about this, uh, but they, they talk about the whole study and about how we need to make changes about that, um, but they don't talk about God. And I just don't see how they can always somehow come to half-truth, Right? which is we know the facts, but we're not going to tie that facts to the solution, which is God's law, which is obedience to God's law, right? All right, well, we then touched on this last hour, but I highlighted again this hour. And here's the article from USA Today. Homicide was the leading cause of death for pregnant and postpartum women in the United States in 2018 and 2019. Source, USA Today. Alarming rates reflect a grave nationwide public health concern, experts say. I agree. But again, they go through the whole article, and in my humble opinion, <laughs> to which I'm entitled, they don't focus on the real answer. They get the conclusion, but again, it's a half-truth. It only takes you half the way there. And I tie these two articles together. Listen carefully. A new study comes out, if you and your spouse have children before you're married and then get married, you're twice as likely to get divorced. But that's if you ever even make it to get married. Now they say the greatest health crisis for women that are pregnant, right, is this issue that I'm bringing up. That homicide is the leading cause of death for pregnant and postpartum women in the United States. Who kills them? Their romantic, quote, partner. I don't want to say their spouse uh, because oftentimes they're not married. Or even sometimes if they get married, marital satisfaction is very low for these people. And it's primarily black women. I'm not bringing up the racial component. USA Today is, okay? Primarily it's black women. And primarily, it's women under 25 years old. So the young, the poor, the black, they're the ones getting the uh, brunt of this. But they say it's a nationwide problem that they got to address. And so then they say, how can we address this? We can't, you know, take the girl out of the hood. We can't afford that. What do we do? Uh, you know, we could try to find out if she's being abused earlier. We can, and they go on and on, and they talk about all these ideas and solutions. And they highlight in these stories these girls. You know, they're struggling and, and, and being abused, and, and then it just goes off the rails and they're murdered. But I don't see, again, a single line about God, about family, at all. And I submit to you that these girls need to be taught 
that God is where they need to turn. You can say, well, Sam, I'm not as religious as you are. Fine, say whatever you want. I'm telling you the facts. They can conduct study after study after study. They can spend a gazillion dollars of taxpayer money in universities, and they're going to come if they do an honest study to the same conclusions that I come to. They're just going to miss the source of solution. I'm going to point you to that source. They're going to take you to a half-truth halfway there. Uh, Baby, I'm going to take you all the way there in terms of telling the tale. I'm a truth teller. That's why I'm on your radio. That's who we are. That's what we do, right? So I'm going to tell you that, look, we need to tell these girls, you need to turn to God, not government. What you don't do is just get raised and run around and be salacious and, and, and get involved with men too early, and then you wind up pregnant and whatever, and then you turn to government to support you. And okay, That isn't the way. Okay? Now, I know that safety net's there. But I personally think there's a better way on all fronts. And the first better way is to teach your girls to be ladies. Remember the old days when it was like you wouldn't even talk to a girl unless somebody introduced you properly? Um, Because if you did, it would be too much liberty, if you will. In other words, you got to kind of be introduced to her to even call on her. You wouldn't want her to be seen alone with you because if so, uh, word might get around about her reputation. Okay, you can say that's a little extreme, and maybe so. But we need to go back to those days. Now, I agree the Muslim idea where a woman can't even show her face is too extreme. And I agree that the yesteryear idea of how to call on a woman, call on a girl, uh, may be a little extreme. At least in our modern day, I understand. But the pendulum has swung the other way way too far, baby. And what we get is these relationships where people are involved. The physical is where it starts. They're literally involved at first sight almost with one another. Children are born. The procreative powers are abused. The fire is now outside of the fireplace. And it results in so many societal ills, it is shocking. Who's going to put all these societal ills together? (laughs) Guys like me will. Who will bring the cause and effect to you in its totality? I will. Okay? When when people get together and are involved physically and employ the procreative powers and make children before they're married, they're twice as likely to get divorced. And consequently, when this happens, men get very hostile, jealous, anger, hate-filled, possessive, whatever words you want to use, to the point where... Homicide was the leading cause of death for pregnant and postpartum women in the United States for 2018 and 2019, ladies and gentlemen. Above, and they name all kinds of other things. They say it's a grave nationwide public health concern. I agree. But then I would say, what are you going to do about that problem? Are you just going to throw money at the problem, which is what government does? Shame, not not an answer. Not a good answer anyway. The real answer is to teach women to be ladies. Okay? Don't give a man that sacred special something. I hate to use the Beyonce song, I think it is. Put a ring on it. Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. 
You got to put a ring on it, man. Oh, if you want it, put a ring on it. Is that what it's called? All right, I was close. Come on, I'm an old man. I can't remember it all. <laughs> but I, I, I look at it and I say, okay, that's what we're talking about here a little bit. Uh, we need to realize that, you know what? There needs to be an order to things. There's an order in God's laws. There's an order and a safety in his guidance, his protections, his commandments. They're not there to shut us down. Right? They're not there to shut us down and make our lives horrible. They're there to protect us and strengthen us. And you know what? We need to teach women that, you know what? You're not to go to the government for help. There's a better way. That's not what the government's for. We need to teach girls you're not there to give a man things that he ought not take or have unless he's willing to commit, unless he's willing to be honorable. Okay? We ought not be creating children that neither person, male or female, are able to or willing to take care of. We need to teach young men, because I've already talked about the women. We need to teach young men that, look, you are not to be involved with a woman that you're not ready to take care of. Do you love her? Will you take care of her the rest of her life? The powers of procreation are not to be employed lightly. The fire is out of control. It's outside the fireplace, gentlemen. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing when it's properly employed under God's guidance and God's direction and God's commandments. We'll come back and talk about it more. This is a subject near and dear to my heart, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Mom, you don't know anything about me anymore. <sighs> Honey, I know you're good at math. You don't like English. I know Ryan smiled at you yesterday at school. I know your favorite color is purple. And I know you don't like mushrooms. And who can blame you? I mean, mushrooms are a fungus, and people generally try to avoid funguses. Or is it fungi? I'm never quite sure. But, you know, either way, I mean, penicillin is good. Penicillin is a mold. Huh. Well, I guess you're right. So you like penicillin, but not mushrooms. <laughs> no matter what you talk about, love is what they'll hear. Mom, mm. if we talk, will you be quiet? Love to. 
A thought from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Visit us at mormon.org. Live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. You say, What? You were playing Christmas tunes a second ago, man. Now you're playing <laughs> Single Ladies Put a Ring on It? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's exactly what we're doing. Because we're talking about this reality here. They got a study saying, Hey, if you have kids before you're married and then you get married, you're twice likely to get divorced. Then they're saying, Hey, man, all these people procreating without commitment. Uh, we got a big problem where these men get so jealous, so crazy, that they literally murder their, I don't know what you call them, lover? Girlfriend? Hard to say. I don't think you murder a girlfriend. But anyway, whatever you call them, they're sex partners? I don't mean to get blunt. Anyway, it's not not called, if you want it, put a ring on it. And it's not called, put a ring on it, like I said. (laughs) Um, It's actually, single ladies put a ring on it. All right, so then it says, I'm going to give you the lyrics for a second to make my point. I'm not defending this song. I'm defending the point to put a ring on it for sure. I am defending the point that, you know what, men and women need to both learn that, you know what, these sacred powers of procreation are not to be trifled with. And there is an order to things. This idea about dating or being involved or moving from partner to partner for fun and games is all absolutely satanically driven. The idea that you meet a woman appropriately, you then ask for permission to call on her, and you then court her, and you look for the traits in a, in a, in a person that you want to marry, a spouse forever. And you, you look for those traits, and you make sure that you're a good fit, not only with each other, there's got to be an attraction there, but it's got to be kept in perspective. Attraction is not all there is. Anyway, you gotta you got to put this thing in order, and you got to court, and you got to make sure that it's a fine fit. you got to make sure you're a match, that you're equally yoked is how the scriptures would talk about it. And you know what? You need to be patient, my brothers and my sisters, until you find that person. God knows. God's aware. And if you prayerfully, humbly, morally seek for the right partner for marriage sooner or later you'll find the right partner god will aid you in your righteous quest but here's what the song says all the single ladies it says it a bunch of times now put your hands up up in the club club just broke up up think about that line right there now i appreciate the put a ring on it sentiment and i agree with it but all the ladies in the club, club just broke up. Up, Well, you just broke up. Now you probably got a jealous man. Well, the leading cause of death is he might just kill you, especially if you're pregnant. But why are you up in the club, club? That's another problem, right? You shouldn't meet people in clubs and bars. And, okay, find somebody at church. Find somebody at college. Find somebody at work. Find somebody at 
legitimate places where good people are. People that are not players. People that are not looking for. Well, let me just continue with the song to make the point. I'm trying to keep this as as least salacious as I can. I'm doing my own little thing. Decided to dip, dip, and now you want to trip, trip. So she's dancing salaciously, and he's getting ticked off, right? Because another brother noticed me, she says. Now he's getting jealous, ain't he? I'm up on him, and he up on me. Um, how do I, uh, well, dirty dancing might be the best way to describe it. Not appropriate. I'm up on him, he up on me. Don't pay him any attention, meaning the ex-boyfriend that she just broke up with while she in the club, see? Cried my tears, tears for three good years. You can't be mad at me. So she's saying, hey, I was with him for three years. Gave him everything. Things that should be reserved until marriage, says God Almighty. Because if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. So you didn't marry me anyway. I submit the marriage probably wouldn't have been good if she's in tears for three years dating this buffoon in the first place. But that's another topic. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Don't be mad when you see that he won it. So now she's pitting one guy against another. If you like it, you should have put a ring on it. In your face, basically. All right. Now here's the next part. And here's the point. And this is why I bring up the women first and the men second. Both of them are equally guilty. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not attacking women here. But you cannot do the things that get you in trouble and have no part in the blame. Here's what she says. I got gloss on my lips, lips. I got a man on my hips, hips. Hold me tighter than my Darian jeans. Acting up, up, drinking my cup, cup. I can't care less what you think. I need no permission that I mention. Don't pay him any attention. Because you had your turn, turn. But now you're going to learn what it really feel like to miss me. Okay, so she's saying to the old guy, hey, I'm in your face about this. I'm on the dance floor very salaciously with another guy now. Been with you for three years. We never got married. Should have put a ring on it. I've been in tears for years, and I'm done. And, hey, you just watching. Huh. And now the other man, you know, she's licking her lips, lips. She's got gloss on her lips. He's on her hips. And Okay, she's already started another bad relationship. That's going to go south. That has serious societal repercussions, say the experts, right? Anyway, it just goes on. Right? Now listen carefully. Here's what she says. But this is where I think the betrayal happens. Don't treat me to the things of the world. I'm not that kind of girl. Well then, ma'am, why are you in the club? Why you got gloss on your lips, lips, and he's got a man on your hips hips and you've got a man that you lived with for three years that you never married you gave him everything he didn't put a ring on it he wasn't committed now you're trying to put it in his face and he's gonna go berserk i'm not saying he should i'm telling you that there's blame on both sides here your love is what i prefer what i deserve well what kind of love are we talking about i think we gotta have christ-like love first Romantic love second. But see, they'll tell you that I'm a racist, that I'm a bigot, that I'm a hater, that I am, I, I, I'm, I'm of a f- feeble mind. And that's why I got to have a, 
crutch called religion. They're crazy. Here's what she says. Here's a man that makes me, then takes me, and delivers me to a destiny to infinity and beyond. Pull me into your arms. Say I'm the one you want. If you don't, you'll be alone. And like a ghost, I'll be gone. All the single ladies, now put your hands up. Whoa. Because if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. All right. That's the end. Okay. Anyway, I, I bring this up because I get the put a ring on it part, and I agree with the point. But she literally chronicles in this song the disappointment, the tears, the anger, the frustration, the sadness, the despair when you violate God's procreative laws. She's with a man for three years and in tears. She finally leaves him but goes into the club and in the arms of another man who's going to expect the same thing. Give him everything and then wonder why it goes wrong. That's on the girl's side. On the man's side, thinking so little of the daughters of God that they think they're nothing but a sex goddess, a sex toy. Shame on you men. I'm not here just to attack the women. I'm here to say there are um, issues with both sides. Men who think the government will take care of her if she gets pregnant. If she gets pregnant, we can just yeet us to feed us, right? Just kill the baby, no problem. That's what we've taught our children today with our promotion of abortion nationwide over uh, almost 50 years. 48 years, if you will, of murdering babies, jettisoning the consequences of violating the procreation restrictions God has set forth, right? Okay, one leads to the other. If you're going to tell me you're concerned, you public officials, you health experts, um, about homicide being the leading cause of death for pregnant women and postpartum women and that it's a health crisis, I agree with you. But then you better look at Beyonce's put a thing, um, single ladies put a ring on it song. And you better understand, put a ring on it's the right idea. But her solution is all wrong. Go into the club and make the man pay. The man that didn't take responsibility, right? I'll tell you two more of my favorite movies coming up in seconds. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Now that Senate Democrat Joe Manchin says he will not vote for the legislation, it looks like Democrats are not going to be able to overcome Republican opposition in the Senate to pass President Biden's roughly $2 trillion Build Back Better bill. Tom Cotton, the U.S. Senator from Arkansas, says... At a time when we have almost $30 trillion in debt, this bill would add $5 trillion to it. We have the worst inflation in 40 years. This in, uh, bill would add fuel to the fire of inflation. The Republican Cotton speaking there on Fox News Sunday night in America. President Biden's Build Back Better agenda would focus on issues from health care to education, climate change, and tax laws. 
The NHL and Players Association announcing cross-border games are now being postponed for the upcoming week because of rising COVID cases. And this is USA Radio News. Folks, you know how cancel culture has affected Mike Lindell. Well, my pillow may have gotten canceled out of retail stores, but you can say big just in time for Christmas at MyPillow.com. The classic standard size MyPillow that sold in stores for almost 70 bucks is on sale for Christmas for just $19.98. Standard size, $19.98, queen and king size, slightly higher. But only if you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, get a MyPillow for that special person in your life. You also get a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow anywhere. Uh, save big on anything on the MyPillow website, but only if you use my promo code USA. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs. Get the best price ever on a MyPillow. And do your Christmas shopping at MyPillow.com. Promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175. Merry Christmas. The DEA administrator believes social media companies need to do more to fight drug trafficking as Ann Milgram was discussing the severity of the opioid crisis, saying drug cartels are using social media platforms to get deadly drugs into Americans' hands with one click. She said on CBS's Face the Nation, companies like TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook should go after such illegal activity. She also encouraged parents to have conversations with their children about the dangers of drugs like fentanyl. With his son Charlie by his side, Tiger Woods making a quietly strong comeback to competitive golf. The pair finishing second in the PNC Championship in Florida over the weekend. The event which partnered champions with family members was won by John Daly and his son. But it was Tiger Woods' first event since he was seriously injured in a car wreck near Los Angeles last February. And this is USA Radio News. Gentlemen, Sam Bushman live on your radio, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. I'm taking on some very, very difficult topics, but I'm telling you right now, they say in America we have a crisis. It's a health crisis, ladies and gentlemen. Homicide was the leading cause of death for pregnant and postpartum women in the United States. Alarming rates reflect a grave problem in the country. I agree. But it all has to do with, ladies and gentlemen, what we uh, hold dear. Do we believe that men and women 
should have respect for one another? Do we believe in God's order of things where he wants us to develop our characters to where we're solid, worthy, marriage partners? And do we want a situation then where we then take that preparation and say, you know what? We're ready as a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, to take on greater responsibility. So you seek for a companion. Do we consider that a sacred mission? To find a spouse? To wait until marriage for that procreative power to be employed? Or do we jettison that? Beyonce's single ladies put a ring on it. Really highlights the point. Put a ring on it. It's the right answer. But the way she goes about it or highlights it is all wrong and plays into this narrative of, you know what? These men get jealous. These men aren't taught responsibility and how to treat a lady. Remember that these women are daughters of Almighty God. And we, the sons of God, ought to respect them. Realize that they are future mothers. And as the John Mayer song highlights, first they become lovers, then they become mothers. Right? Song's called Daughters by John Mayer. Highlight in this reality that you know what? That's the order of things. But before they become lovers and become mothers, you ought to make them wives, not just lovers. And so I'm going to highlight another movie. It's called the fantastic movie Lean on Me, 1989. Okay? And in that movie, it highlights the point that I'm making. This girl ends up getting pregnant. And she comes to her principal and says, hey, I'm pregnant. I don't know what to do. And he says, we'll take care of it. We'll figure out a way. He doesn't mean abortion. Uh, but she says, what do I do? And, and she's mad at the boy. And he basically claims it's not even his. But the girl says, I know it's his. He's the only one I've been with. Well, I'm grateful that that's the only one she's been with. But I'm also saying, you know what? They jumped the gun. And ignored the order of God. And they got together and they employed the procreative powers. And now there's a baby. With a father and a mother. Physically. Birth father, birth mother. But not a husband or wife or mom or dad really. In the sense of a traditional marriage to take care of that baby. Trouble. So it's a societal problem. But see what's amazing to me is they don't even mention in this health crisis discussion, anything about this. In the Beyonce single ladies put a ring on it, they don't really mention the answer or the solution. They just point to more problems. They say, how dare you, Sam, to say that God's law is to get married first. God's law is to treat the daughters of God with respect and realize there's they should be a wife and a mother. But to do that, it takes a man to love her, love her enough to take responsibility for her and vice versa. Don't misunderstand me, my fellow Americans, and vice versa. Right? So lean on me. This girl then is mad and goes to the principal. So they're out in public and they're, they're defending their principal now. And the boy stands up and he says, yeah, we got to have, you know, um, we like this, this principal. We want it. We, we love him, free him. And then the girl pushes him aside, and she's like, hey, not you, because you don't take your responsibility. 
Well, she's right that he has responsibility. But let's not forget the reality that she does too. Okay? Parents have responsibility to teach their children. Okay? And I'm telling you that uh, you cannot, ladies and gentlemen, expect right to come from wrong. You cannot expect right to come from the lack of guidance of where right is. That's why I'm saying telling us we got a health crisis about these women that are being murdered. It's a tragedy. Don't misunderstand me. But you've got to tie it back to the cause and effect. The cause is these women and men believing that they can be involved sexually with one another without consequences. Consequences are babies are growing up without a mother and a father. God says they're entitled to their parents for their support. That parents should have fidelity to one another. And then responsibility for each other and the children that come from their union. See, this isn't something that's debatable or something that's just my opinion. This is a reality check. And that's why it's hard-hitting talk radio. It isn't hard-hitting because we're we're a, a, a host that wants to just be salacious and, and seek for the limelight. That's not what we do. But it's, it's hard-hitting because it focuses on fundamental truths that you cannot escape. All right, I'm going to highlight another Christmas movie now. Lean on Me is a fantastic movie that talks about responsibility and what needs to be done to solve the problems. We have schools in America, government schools, full of drugs and sex and perversions. And then you wonder why these children come out wanting to go to the club, right? Whatever. Okay, it's disaster. But I want to highlight another Christmas movie, one of my favorites. A Song for the Season. It was kind of a TV show, I think, at first, but it was, it, it's a Christmas movie. And uh, it's Naomi Judd in the movie. It's called A Song for the Season. A Song for the Season. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Why? Because, again, it appropriately deals with things that are serious. Eventually, a man and woman come together and fall in love. It's a chick flick for sure. But along the way, this this music teacher jettisons her career in music, a rock star, if you will, and basically goes and humbly helps her mother, her loved one's family, and then she ends up staying there, and she becomes a teacher of music, and she really impacts the lives of so many students. But one of them is the little girl. And her dad, well, it's really her uncle, who now has responsibility because his sister passed away and he took the child, is super sad and melting down and not doing well at all. But this lady, this music teacher who jettisoned her career, then supports and loves and befriends the child and turns her life around through music. And eventually the man and wife fall in love. It's a great movie. And it puts things in the correct order. And it highlights a difference that can be made. Right? It highlights the differences that can be made if we all try, if we understand. But I don't see how these people, ladies and gentlemen, I don't see how these people can literally double down and tell you about a health crisis and then 
tell you there's a study about you and your spouse. If you have kids before you're married, it's twice as likely you get divorced. And then tell us today, these women that are getting pregnant out of wedlock, they're getting murdered. It's the greatest source of murder for these young women under 25, usually black, than any other way of death for them right now. And you're not going to tie that to God's procreative laws? Well, then how about this? What about a document created in 1995 by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? What about that document? That document is called the Proclamation on the Family. I'll talk about it in seconds. Why? Because that is the answer. God's laws, the family, as the answer to all societal ills. You're listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org.
Hallelujah, ladies and gentlemen, to God and his plan. His eternal plan for the happiness of his children, ladies and gentlemen. The plan where solutions abound. The plan where liberty is the center stage solution, ladies and gentlemen. Free to love, free to live, free to prosper, free to worship God Almighty. All right, we mentioned right before the pause the solutions. I believe if they're not going to turn to God's law and scripture, at least turn to the proclamation that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints put out. It's called the family, a proclamation to the world. And then it says successful families or successful marriages and families are established and maintained on principles of faith, prayer, repentance, forgiveness, respect, love, compassion, work, and wholesome recreational activities, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Now, the first presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and Quorum of the Twelve Apostles created this document, The Family, a Proclamation of the World, and they did so back in 1995. Yeah, and at first, in 95, you might have looked at this and went, wow, uh, that's not really that big of a deal. Of course, we believe in families. Of course, we believe in marriage. Of course, we, but now you look at this 25 years later and you go, wow. Prophetic, isn't it? Now, listen carefully to what the proclamation on the family says. Now, by the way, if you want to look up family, a proclamation of the world, uh, it's on churchofjesuschrist.org. You can check it out. But I highlight this because these are where the solutions are found. And this really culminates what I've been talking about much better than I can say it myself. We, the first presidency and council of the 12 apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, solemnly proclaim that marriage between a man and a woman is ordained of God and that the family is central to the Creator's plan for the eternal destiny of His children. All human beings, male and female, are created in the image of God. Each is a beloved spirit, son or daughter of heavenly parents. And as such, each has a divine nature and destiny. Gender is an essential characteristic of individual, listen carefully, pre-mortal, mortal, and eternal identity and purpose. In the primordial realm, spirit, sons, and daughters knew and worshipped God as their eternal father. And they accepted his plan by which his children could obtain a physical body and gain earthly experience to progress towards perfection and ultimately realize his or her Define destiny as an heir of eternal life. The divine plan of happiness enables family relationships to be perpetuated beyond the grave. Isn't that just exciting? Your relationships, your family relationships can be perpetuated beyond the grave. 
sacred ordinances and covenants available in holy temples make it possible for individuals to return to the presence of God and for families to be united eternally. The first commandment that God gave to Adam and Eve, remember the first commandment he gave them pertained to their potential for parenthood. That's why this is so sacred, ladies and gentlemen, not to be trifled with in the club, right? For parenthood as husband and wife, we declare that God's commandment for his children to multiply and replenish the earth remains in force. It remains in force, folks, right? We further declare that God has commanded that the sacred powers of procreation are to be employed only between man and woman, lawfully wedded as husband and wife. Think about that. Okay? So when you have this societal ill where these men are getting these women pregnant and then they're literally killing the woman that's pregnant and it's a great societal crisis, we need to talk about this. And we need to point to God, the author of the solutions, right? We declare the means by which mortal life is created to be divinely appointed. We affirm the sanctity of life and of its importance in God's eternal plan. Husbands and wives have a solemn responsibility to love and care for each other and for their children. Children are an heritage from the Lord. We're talking about Psalms 127.3 there, right? Parents have a sacred duty to rear their children in love and righteousness, to provide for their physical and spiritual needs, to teach them to love and to serve one another to observe the commandments of Almighty God and to be law-abiding citizens wherever they live. Husbands and wives, mothers and fathers will be held accountable before God for the discharge of these obligations. The family is ordained of God. Marriage between man and woman is essential to his eternal plan. Children are entitled to birth within the bonds of matrimony and to be reared by a father and a mother who honor marital vows with complete fidelity. Think about that. Complete fidelity happiness and family life is most likely to be achieved when founded upon the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ 
successful marriages and families are established and maintained on principles of faith, repentance, forgiveness, respect, love, compassion, work, and wholesome recreational activities. By divine design, listen carefully, by divine design, fathers are to preside over their families in love and righteousness. Families are to preside over their families in love and righteousness and are responsible to provide the necessities of life and protection for their families. That's what fathers are supposed to do. They're supposed to preside, provide, and protect. I know the world doesn't like this, but that's how it is. Mothers are primarily responsible for the nurture of their children. In these sacred responsibilities, fathers and mothers are obligated to help one another as equal partners. Disability, death, or other circumstances may necessitate individual adaptation to these primary gender roles. Extended families should lend support when needed. Think about that. Extended families should lend support when needed. That's why you don't need the government for all this. But when you destroy families, you need the government because there's nobody to turn to. We warn. Now, here's where the apostles and prophets of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints double down. We warn that individuals who violate covenants of chastity, who abuse spouse or offspring, who fail to fulfill family responsibilities, will one day stand accountable before God. Further, we warn that the disintegration of the family will bring about or will bring upon individuals, communities, and nations the calamities foretold by ancient and modern prophets. We call upon responsible citizens and officers of government everywhere to promote those measures designed to maintain the fundamental unit of society the family. The divine plan of happiness enables families and family relationships to be perpetuated beyond the grave. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious. And I bring this all up because that is where the solutions lie. And when I see these studies in the mainstream where they tell you that, hey, we got a big problem now. You know, when kids are born outside of wedlock amen even if the parents marry later they're twice as likely to get divorced and have less marital satisfaction but more often than not they don't get married and what happens is oftentimes the poor mother is murdered homicide was the leading cause of death for pregnant and postpartum women in the u.s in 2018 and 2019 folks all right there are answers And the answers lie in the family. 
a proclamation to the world. Even if you're not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it's wise counsel. So wise that when the leader of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints met with the Pope, the Pope commended this document and said it's incredible. And now the Catholics are writing a similar uh, document, if it's not already complete, a similar document about the importance of God and family. The solutions are there, available to us, and they're clear. The question for each one of us is, will we heed the clarion call? I beg you to say yes. I exhort you to take heed. God bless us all. And God save the republic.